Hey, Fidelity. How can I remember to invest every month? With the Fidelity app, you can choose a schedule and set up recurring investments in stocks and ETFs. Oh, that sounds easier than I thought. You got this. Yeah, I do. Now, where did I put my keys? You will find them where you left them. Investing involves risk, including risk of loss. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC, member NYSE SIPC. Are you tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? Well, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Oh, and something I wanted to ask you, Kayla, as a hair guru to America, (laughs) um, did anyone notice the hair of Jordan's brother Luke's girlfriend? Yes. It was like a blonde side part bouffant perfect waves like it looked shellac (laughs) it probably was she was like this is my two seconds (laughs) and it is not gonna move (laughs) welcome to here to make friends a HuffPost podcast about the bachelor franchise where we lovingly snark on the bachelor and bachelor adjacent shows Whether you love The Bachelor or love to hate it, we're here to break down every single delicious moment with you. I'm Emma Gray. And I'm Claire Fallon. Last night on The Bachelorette, JoJo finally got taken home to meet mom and dad and mom and dad and mom and dad and mom and dad. And we found out what happens at the rose ceremony when there's literally no guy left with a different haircut for her to get rid of. And the answer is, she just can't pick. (laughs) She literally can't pick. So to talk hometowns and the big cliffhanger from last night, and of course, all of this Robbie drama, Drama. we're joined by hometown date hero, Kayla Quinn, a new New Yorker, we're so thrilled to have her in our city, who is currently working in marketing for a fitness company. And of course, as you all know, she's a Bachelor alum. Thank you, Emma and Claire, for having me. Yeah, thank you so much for joining us. us. Yeah, so let's dive right in. There was so much to talk about last night. Um, At least this one is easy to split up. We had our four very distinct hometowns, even though the men are not distinct. The men are not distinct. (laughs) They do live in different cities. Yeah, the hometowns are the best part, though, because everyone gets an equal amount of time, you know, and you really get to see the personalities flourish. Yeah, and we really saw that with the first hometown tonight, which was Chase, who I didn't know had a personality. This was the most likable that he's been. I didn't think he, he actually smiled. Uh, yeah, I've never seen, seen his seen facial expression change. Yeah. yeah, and you know, I think when you're at your hometown and you, you you know you bring someone home, you really show them a place that you feel most comfortable. And yeah. it's really important to JoJo is feeling safe and seeing his home. I think she felt really safe and secure. Like he does have a life back home, and like you're saying, his personality did flourish. Yeah, it, he definitely felt. So much more comfortable. Yeah, I actually, I actually really liked him last night. And before, I'd been having a little bit of a hard time because he would say things, but keep the exact same facial expression and be very monotone. And last night, I was like, "Oh, you can move your face." 
It's yeah. so good to know. <laughs> yeah, you're not a robot. Yeah, you're not actually a robot human. <laughs> yeah, R2, I love you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, it must be interesting for you to watch these hometowns back, especially because you know JoJo. You spend a good amount of time with her. Yeah, you know, JoJo is just like a loose, light, fun kind of girl. And so she needs that kind of personality. And so you're right. Chase needs to kind of amp up the, <laughs> the colorful, you know, not just use all the gray crayons in his coloring box. He needs to use the reds and the yellows and just uh, spice it up a bit. Yeah, and he opened it up on a really gray note with his visit with his dad, Yeah, um, which was really intense. And yeah. he— you know, told uh, Jojo that his parents were divorced. The divorce was really difficult. He doesn't see his dad that much. Yeah. They don't have the greatest relationship. His parents can't really be in the same room. So that was a really tough setup. And then his dad comes in and the awkwardness sort of just continued for me. Yeah, although I thought they had like a fairly candid conversation given— the candidness was almost, like, too candid, though. And I was like, you're on a date. Like, okay. this is not the time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Also, to give you some background, when hometowns happen, basically, the you the parents find out two days before. like, So it's that little. You literally crap. are airdropped in, like, you know, like a box out of the sky. Wow. And your parents have no time to prep or chat it's with crazy. you. And so, you know, it would have been nice probably for Chase to say to Dad, you know, take a deep breath. I know we haven't chatted in a while, but, you know— this is important to me and I love you. And just to make the parents feel welcome. Um, so you can kind of tell that Chase hadn't really um, spent a lot of his t- time with his dad before he went on the show. And then to disappear for a couple weeks, months, and then right. come back and say, hey, let's talk about our deepest, darkest secrets. <laughs> Would you mind just, you know, telling me why you and mom haven't worked out? It's it's not really a, a great yeah. place to start. Right. It's so intense. I There was a moment that I— that just really stood out to me where <laughs> JoJo's talking about how, like, solid of a man she thinks Chase is. She thinks he's so great. And his dad says, well, he's a good man. He's got a big heart. And Chase says, oh, I got it from you, Dad. And everyone sort of pauses oh. because they know that's not true. Like, his dad, like, the whole rest of his hometown date is about how his dad really hurt their family and made them feel unloved and afraid. And so it's hard to then make that sincere moment of paternal connection. I feel like he kind of had the biggest challenge in going into that date, especially because in the Bachelor universe, I feel like often divorce is framed as this, like, great failing. And if you are someone who's grown up in a household where you've experienced divorce, it's like that's almost seen as like a ding against you. Like Chase even says, like, I hope that doesn't affect how she sees me. And I found that really sad, especially given that like divorce is incredibly common. It is incredibly Tons common. Tons of people have gone through divorces. Have, But like why can't those kids just like marry each other, you know? Like, <laughs> and like the rest of us can just like not deal I was like, with it. It's that. okay. Yeah. Like, Chase, you're allowed, no. to, you're allowed to be someone that— is, like, appealing and still have had divorced parents. Like, that's okay. I think another really hard part about hometowns is, like, you let them into your world, and there's nothing you can hide. And so a lot of the times when you have a hometown, you kind of focus in on these big nuggets that you think that the bachelor or the bachelorette is going to focus on, like divorce or, like, me not—you know, I moved around a lot 17 times, and so I always thought that, you know, Ben— 
might not like that I didn't have roots. So you're like, I have to address this. Exactly. But um, in the, in the end, you just have to own where you come from and be confident in it. And you know, you're right. Divorce is common. And his dad kind of explained that he, you know, was focusing on his career, and that's something that should be we should be proud of because that's what every American does. You know, living the American dream. So you can't shame someone for having a background. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. Exactly. Yeah. So how so in terms of hometowns, like how much time did you get to like plan what you were going to do? I think you kind of give them an idea a week before and then right <laughs> when the rose ceremony happens, it's like like this magic wand is like flickered and then you're magically placed in your hometown and everything is already planned for you. Wow. <laughs> oh my gosh. So does that mean that Luke's candlelight path to nowhere <laughs> was done for him. I'm just like... I mean, I'm sure he said that he wanted to do something romantic. And, and that they, they was what like, they came up with. And it appeared. Candle. Yes. Oh, my God. Yes. Bachelor interns do better. Yeah, music, lights, camera. <laughs> um, I just imagine Luke, like, walking up to the path and being like, oh, this is not, like, what I hoped for. Yeah. Um, anyway, Sorry, back, back, back to, Chase. to Chase. I just have so many questions. Um, back to Chase's mother. Yes. She seemed great. I really enjoyed their dynamic, but I was really taken aback by her conversation with JoJo, actually. Really? What did they say? Because she talked a lot about how the divorce affected Chase in a very authoritative way. (laughs) Well, I know it made me wonder how much the producers had kind of prepped the parents to be like, talk about the divorce. This is something that's going to be brought up. Yeah, because they all brought it up. Yeah. I mean, it's clearly... She seemed very prepared. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think they're trying to explain Chase's backstory and explain, like, why he is the way he is. Mm -hmm. You can tell he's not JoJo's all about the five love languages. If you yeah, read that yeah. book, you know, she I brings have. it up all the time. I read it in high school and I had no idea how important it would be. No, seriously, it's critical, guys. If you were you to have a relationship in life or to be on The Bachelor, you have to have yeah. read this book. Seriously. They give it to you in the welcome package, yeah. practically. Oh my God. But you can tell JoJo, she like brings it up all the time. Chase, you're not a, a words of affirmation person, you're not a good communicator. Yikes. Yeah. <laughs> you probably shouldn't say that all the time. So this is like the big <laughs> explanation yeah. for your flaw. Yeah. And um, so clearly she keeps bringing up that he's a um, acts of service person and he shows his – but that's um, not really what she's looking for. So she he probably needs to talk a little more. Right. Yeah. The thing about the love languages is that having an explanation for why your partner isn't doing – the kind of love language that you need doesn't actually fix that problem in your relationship. <laughs> yeah. right. it, it it just doesn't. Like, the thing about the love languages is that you have to give them the kind of love that makes them feel loved. So if it's too hard for him to give that love, then they're just not a good match. And that's totally fair. Fine. If he's just not a person who's comfortable giving words of affirmation, that's fine. Um, I really feel like this is not a good setting for Chase. It's tough for him to open up, and that's totally reasonable given his childhood and his backstory, and maybe he should just be in a really, like, slow-burn monogamous relationship. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, his sister's the same way, you can tell. She's really struggled. They've never said, I love you, and, you know, that's something that even if you're a child of divorce, like, you should hear it all the time, so maybe they just didn't hear it enough growing up. I mean, she did say that we weren't made to feel unconditional love. Right. Like, Clearly from their dad. there's 
some trauma there. Yeah. And what interested me, and I really loved Chase and his mom together. They're really sweet and seemed normal in that way that they would say weird things. And I was like, actual (laughs) families say weird things to each other. Yeah, I liked that. Yeah. It was actually weird to me the way that she sat down and was like, Chase can't communicate because of the (laughs) divorce, but also he's completely healed from it. And he's processed everything. And I was like, but I feel like those two things do not go together. <laughs> that's also just such the party line, even though it's like, realistically, everyone has their shit. Like, yeah. everyone has their shit. And probably none of us are fully healed from, like, whatever that thing is. Uh, but I feel like in this setting, it always has to be like, no, my son is perfect perfectly ready for marriage, perfectly ready to, like, propose to you, and also has no emotional trauma. It's like, that's probably not realistic. Next up is Jordan. After we leave Chase, we're off to Chico, California. I love that she's like, I'm in Chico, California. I've never heard of it. (laughs) And then there's, like, deer everywhere. I I thought that was very charming, how excited she was to see deer. (laughs) Yeah. They were right by her. I mean, I get excited when I see deer. She's an animal person. She loves dogs. In one of the deleted scenes, she's like, there's a dog that runs up to her in Argentina, I think. And she's like, oh, come, come, let me pet you. And then the dog um, actually runs away from her. And she's like, everyone's running away from me. (laughs) (laughs) She's so unlovable. No. Um, Yeah. No, she's not at all. Um, But it was a lot of deer. And then she was like running with the deer. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And she also has really long, slender legs. So it was appropriate. Um, Yeah. And then she sort of runs toward Jordan. She likes him so much. They have like off the chart bonkers like, chemistry. I just think she likes him the best and she's liked him the best. Yeah. I think running is always a good sign yes. too because like you never get enough time with somebody so to even get those extra few seconds and extra few steps in yeah. <laughs> I think is a lot. It's a build up. Yeah. And yeah. I feel like we often see that like the especially with the bachelorette like when the women really like the guys they're like going for it. Yeah. it's It can be hard to fake that kind of Excitement. Just like the jittery excitement where you're like, oh, my God, he's here, he's here, he's here. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely can't fake it, which is why I've only dated like two people. <laughs> um, they, so she's really, really excited. And he is like, I can't wait to spend the whole day at my high school, which is a shrine to my older brother, who I do <laughs> oh, not want to talk I know, about. I but I will. Yikes. I'm sure the producers were like, this they, is gold. <laughs> I wonder, yeah, if they put extra photos there. Because there's no way. I'm sure like they had probably one photo waiting. But yeah. there were like 10. I know, it was right? like every corner. It's like, where's where's the photo instead of where's Waldo? I do think there are probably a lot of photos of Aaron Rodgers because he's such a big deal. But are there that I many photos of Jordan? School, no. <laughs> and all the photos no. of Jordan were him like. Really tiny, you know, know. like prepubescent. It was cute. (laughs) It was cute. He was the spicy kid. He was spicy. Yes. He was so spicy. Sometimes he would try to run away, but not. I've never heard um, a parent refer to their child as spicy. That's hilarious. It was very odd. Um, Just to take it from there. um, I mean, I took Ben to my high school as well. And I think yours was very pretty. It's a place where you develop and Mm -hmm. um, feel really connected. And so I totally relate. And I think, you know, A plus gold star on on, uh, his part. Here's my question, though. Would you make out with The Bachelor (laughs) in a high school for high schoolers library? Yeah, that was weird. That was a little awkward. I mean, (laughs) 
I've, I'm sure he like he wanted to make out with her somewhere. So he's like, where's the best place? And I'm uh, in a high school right probably now. Probably the quietest. Don't tell anyone right here. <laughs> I mean, I just have to assume that school was not in session. Yeah. No. It looked pretty empty. <laughs> yeah. But sometimes it is. When I when we filmed, it was it was in session. Really? Yeah. Really? Wow. And it was in between classes. And so we had to like get people moving before <laughs> all the kids were, were like mobbing us to like yeah, take photos. <laughs> they were, they were. It was really wow. funny. That's amazing. So we see him yeah, making out all over the high school. They clearly really like each other. And then of course we bring up Aaron Rodgers. Well, the Jojo brings up Aaron Robert yes. Aaron Rodgers. Once, twice, Jordan three times, constantly. Jordan clearly does not want to talk about it at all. He's just like, this does not need to be a topic. Yeah, the she's end. like, I see a picture <laughs> of Aaron, and he's a famous professional quarterback, so I thought I would point it out, and he just walked away. I guess I'll just ask him about it again. It's like, yeah. no, he doesn't want to talk about it. That's yeah. why he keeps changing the subject. I think she's looking for a little more. Yeah. yeah she's, just, she I is. think, it, you know, maybe she doesn't feel like he's opening up enough and this is like that one topic right. that she could really connect with him. Because if, if he doesn't share this with anybody, you know, how can you not share this with the person you, you're falling in love with or you're about to marry? Also, yeah. if you're going to marry into a family that does have that kind of media um, visibility. Yeah. That's definitely a thing. Also— this just made me really curious. Like, I'm I'm just like, I want to know what happened there. Well— Is Aaron not in touch with the parents either? So here's what has been said by the gossip media. Because I have no clue. So you're <laughs> yeah. totally I did, like, a too. little research. Um, his family, Aaron Rodgers' family, parents, uh, were upset that Olivia Munn spoke openly about their sex life. And about Olivia's sex life with Aaron. Yes. Oh. And so they sort of started to shun her and like wouldn't come to the games that she was at. And Aaron took her side because she is his partner. Clearly. Right. Um, yeah. And that's such an odd thing to have a falling out over. I know. I like when I read that, I was like, what? <laughs> but what? I, I mean, I honestly from the bottom of my heart, don't believe gossip magazines. Because the thing is, if you you saw their family, they let us in. They're a very accepting, you know, we love our children kind of family. I don't. I feel like that wouldn't be the— The one thing that, that kind of got me a little bit is when his brother said something about, you know, it's hard, but I believe that, like, God will bring things full circle. And I was like, I do think that there's, like, a big value thing that they might feel like— Aaron has been taken in a different direction, and they want him to be, like, brought back to the fold. By fame, maybe. And and by a filthy and whore harlot bag. woman. Yes. No. <laughs> I'm, I'm just, just quoting what I think that well, they might be thinking in their deepest of hearts. I mean, that and it's makes fictional. me sad because Aaron Rodgers and Olivia Munn seem awesome. <laughs> yes, they do seem great. Also, yeah. they're, they're, still friends friend. with they're still friends they're with Jordan's yeah. ex. I wouldn't yeah. complain. <laughs> That's, like, I find that very interesting. Something that uh, JoJo oh, like a, kept saying that was really odd about um, regarding the ex slightly, I'm the first girl he's bringing home to meet the family who is a stranger what does that mean? Do you think they knew the girlfriend 
before. I don't know. Like, yeah, were they family friends? Maybe. Or maybe she was someone together? who— Well, maybe she was someone who knew the family since she is still friends with Aaron. Maybe. And Olivia. It's all yeah. It's all very interesting because Olivia Munn, like, Instagrams photos with his with Jordan's ex. Right. Oh. Yeah. Ooh, that's a no-no. Yeah, like, they're, fr- <laughs> they're still friends. Okay. Which is also interesting. Yeah. Well, if Aaron's not going to and Jordan aren't going to talk, then it's not like there's any relationship to be careful about there. That's true. That's true. Um, Yeah. So the whole theme of the date was was basically JoJo wants to know about Aaron Rodgers. And no one really wants to talk about it. And no one wants to talk about it. Um, And also— also, the two empty seats was like— But don't you think, like, maybe—well, he's doing a really good job because it does feel like JoJo has, like, that pinata stick and she keeps, like, hitting the pinata, waiting yeah. for it to explode, yeah. waiting for the candy calm. and the goods. But, um, yeah, I think I respect the fact that he wants to keep his family life private. I was yeah. surprised by how much he said already, and maybe she thought that that was just, like, the first No, I think he—I'm sure—look, uh, if he's going on the show, he's going to—he had to— Think about, okay, how much am I going to share about this? Obviously, that's going to be a question. Like, it has to be addressed. And I feel like that was what we got, like, a couple weeks ago was, like, that was what he was going to say. Yeah. I think thought about it. it. Yeah. Yeah. At the same time, I mean, from a behind-the-scenes perspective, you've got these producers that are with you all the time. And, um, you know, I'm sure that the producers are like, hey, you know, America's probably wondering what's happening. Maybe you should ask about it. Are you wondering, too? And so she's like, oh, yeah, you know, I haven't talked about that in five minutes, so let me bring it up again. <laughs> yeah. Maybe now I'm he's sure. ready. Oh, and something I wanted to ask you, Kayla, as a, a hair guru to yes. America, <laughs> um, did anyone notice the hair of Aaron's brother, Jordan's brother Luke's girlfriend? Yes. It was like a oh, blonde, yeah. like, side part bouffant. Perfect Ooh. waves. Like it will, it looked shellac. It probably was. Yeah. yeah. She was like, "This is my two seconds, <laughs> and it is not speak. gonna move." Yeah. I completely missed I her name because while they were introducing her, I was so startled by her hair. <laughs> really? That I was just like, "What?" Yeah. And I, I did feel a little bad that she didn't even get to like say one word. Yeah. But you know, there were important things like their broken relationship with Aaron. To you know, address. the yeah. secret of Aaron is probably hidden in her hair. Yeah. And it's not it's coming out. Of yeah, like, it's not moving. <laughs> and, yeah, the dinner conversation was really um, kind of awkward. Like, they're not a very, like, jovial family. Right. Um, like, they seem nice and, like, they love each other, but not, like, super lively people. And they kept focusing on those ghost chairs. It's like, whose <laughs> yeah. presence is, like, Who missing? Who are we missing from <laughs> yeah. this table? Yeah. Subtle. Yeah. 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 I know. Very I know. subtle. Like, oh, I wonder <laughs> who is missing. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so weird that there are two extra chairs. I was like, this is a very poorly set up scene because <laughs> there's just, like, extra stuff in it. Um, I know. I'm sure they were like, oh, you have two extra chairs? I think we need we need to sit these at the the head and just <laughs> you know this will be a better shot. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I did really love the mom trying to characterize Jordan as spicy. I just can't get over it and how he that would, is not a word I would associate with Jordan. I'm and not like her lie. description of it is that he would threaten to run away but not. Yeah, when he would like wait and like look at her or something, yeah. <laughs> and then just backpack. not. Yeah, pack his backpack. <laughs> and then her thing was like. 
if you want to run away, it's fine. I'll call the police. <laughs> yeah. So anything else from Jordan's date that we need to talk well, about? She wanted to tell him she loved him, too. Aww. But did not repeat Ben's mistakes, yeah. which seems wise. It, it would be even really early to repeat Ben's mistake. There's yes, still there's four still four. Left. But it's just, I'm like, okay, you like him best, and his family has done a pretty good job of being like, he's a distinct person from Aaron Rodgers. That seemed like the the main pitch. Like Luke was like, look, and, he yeah. he's not riding his brother's coattails. Also, and this that's is something a, the guys from the house have said too. Even yeah. the people that don't super love him. So I buy yeah. that. It seemed like in general, Jordan was a pretty likable presence in the house. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. And some people don't like his tight pants because they think they're girly. And I'm, I'm here to them. say. I like them too. I yeah. like them. Yeah. And also, don't worry if people think you're a girly. Wear whatever you want. Some people find them really yeah. sexy. Yeah. I mean, look, Jordan has great <laughs> pants and great hair. I'm not opposed. He does. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I know. Tip to toe. Yeah. Maybe it's really high, but like, that's fine. That's fine. I respect it. Yeah. In a season of good hair, for real. Yeah. But also, I like I give a lot of respect to Jordan that he didn't get a, a lot, didn't have a lot of beef in the house with anybody else. Because exactly. I think the key is to lay low. That's what I did my <laughs> season. Like, you know, even if you yeah. do have conflict or want to say something, you just float under the radar. Yeah, I feel like you didn't and, have conflict with anyone. Yeah. And, um, and like, for the most part, it's also because people don't see your relationship with the person. And if they did, that's when the real conflict arises. Mm-hmm. Right. So if you, like, throw them against a wall in the middle of the rose <laughs> ceremony and just, like, make out with them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's that wouldn't <laughs> right. be a big deal. If you're like, can I talk to you for a second? And then you just, like, shove them back and you're <laughs> yeah. like, mm, yeah. No, that would be awkward. <laughs> yeah, that would. Um, Jordan, uh, I think he's trying to emphasize that he loves her as they do their car side goodbye. And she's like, you say that now, but will you feel that way forever? So she is, like, 100% in, I think, except, except she's, she's not, not sure that she is. She doesn't quite is. trust him. Yeah. I think that she's afraid that she'll have a Brooke situation where she'll be ready to pick him. And then he'll be like, I'm not so sure I'm feeling this yeah, anymore. JoJo's really sensitive, too. And she has had her heart broken twice. I mean, with her ex who, right. you know, we know that story. And so she just wants to make sure that they're fully committed. Trust yeah. is a big thing for her. Yeah, I and that feel makes like sense. It's, it's also, it's tough in this situation because, of course, people can say, yeah, I'm in. And then you're like, wait, but you're agreeing to get engaged after, like, eight weeks on a reality yeah. show. Like, this is, that's the situation um, Like, still. people will, at this point in the show, often kind of just say what they're going to say to stay. I mean, I, I do think that... People get caught up, and it's hard to be Right. It's not necessarily a calculating, like, you know, snake move. It's more like— I do think that Jordan is excited about her and into her, but I think it could be hard for him to really conceptualize a life where he's committed to her forever. I think it's hard—I don't know. Correct me if I'm wrong. Like, I think it would be hard in general to be like, yes, I'm 1,000% sure— Eight weeks in that I'm, we're going to get married and be happy forever. You know, I don't know. I feel like you can, in the moment, have those feelings just because you have nothing else to think about. So you're like, <laughs> you're like, why not think about the future, <laughs> you know? Right. Yeah. And so, um, yeah. How I, did it feel for you, like, in that in that moment? I mean, you just focus on, like, the positives and everything, all the reasons why it would work. And so I feel like 
even when Jordan's talking to his mom, she's like, I've never seen you look this happy. Like, you seem like you're in a really good place. And that was a very sweet, intimate moment. And I think that was, like, kind of a preview of, like, how good he's feeling about the relationship. So I do think he has sincere feelings. Is it proposal feelings? Maybe not right in this moment, but that's what the next week and a half is for, where they just have, you know, that overnight, like, until the uh, the the overnight fantasy suite, you really don't. Like, feel that I love you. I could spend the rest of my life with you forever. Because you haven't had off-camera time. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. They need they need some of that. And I think she needs it, especially with some of these guys like Jordan, where it seems like a lot of their time together is being really produced. Mm-hmm. Like, talk about Aaron. Or with Luke, a lot of it is, you know, you're going on a horsey ride now because he's a cowboy. And it's right. like they need to really just strip all that away figuratively (laughs) Um, and also maybe literally like clear the air but um, strip all that away and talk like get down to what it would really be like It's hard to spend even a few moments doing something other than talking The Bachelorette but we have to take a short break But don't leave. In a moment, we'll talk about Robbie's mama leaking his ex-drama and Luke's slow transformation into the man on the cover of a Western-themed romance novel. Don't miss it. If you want to bring coziness into your life, uh, and I mean, who doesn't, (laughs) turn to Barefoot Dreams, especially right now, because the brand is celebrating their 30th anniversary. With those 30 years of coziness, Barefoot Dreams celebrates being the originators of everyone's favorite Lux home blanket. There's a reason why Barefoot Dreams has been on Oprah's favorite things list six times. Dressing head to toe in Barefoot Dreams is the key to comfort as their collection of ultra soft robes, loungewear, and accessories are made with premium materials. And their products make the perfect gifts too. I would certainly love to be given something from Barefoot Dreams. I just acquired the robe. And it is like the softest robe I have ever put on my body. It's so cozy. It's so warm. It's beautiful. It has a nice drape and weight to it. I wear it whenever I have the opportunity. I just want to wear it constantly. And I think everyone should have that kind of comfort and coziness in their lives. For Love to See It with Emma and Claire listeners, you can get 15% off of your first purchase at barefootdreams.com with the code LTSI15. Don't miss out on Barefoot Dreams' soft, soothing fabrics that will bring luxury to your life. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Sometimes there will be something that is just like nagging at me, bothering me about something in my life, and I just swirl it around and around and around in my head and don't quite know how to address it. And something that can really help me sort that through and like take action is therapy. I completely agree. I've been really stressed lately because I've just been getting sick over and over again. And before I know it, I'm feeling a lot of emotions and I don't even connect where they're coming from with the actual origin. We all carry around these stressors, right? And when we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a great safe space to get things off of your chest and figure out how to actually work through whatever's weighing you down. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash love to see it today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, 
H-E-L-P dot com slash love to see it. Okay, so you got engaged. Congrats. Now you may be wondering what comes next. If you're planning a wedding, the first thing you need to know about is Zola. With Zola, you can plan your entire wedding in one convenient place. From the day you get engaged and search for the venue to the day you send out your save the dates, make your registry, and even taste your cake. Zola has literally everything you need to make the whole process super easy and actually even enjoyable. There's even a five-star app that helps you plan on the go or, you know, from your couch, which is certainly how, uh, if I was planning a wedding, I would definitely want to do it as loungily as possible. (laughs) So important. I also just know myself. I, I know that planning any kind of event, like even a birthday party, can get very stressful And so it's been really cool to see friends use Zola. It really seems to make everything a lot less stressful. And as a frequent wedding attender, I love to be able to hop on that Zola registry and just purchase a gift. Easy peasy. I know I've done it. I won't forget. Thank you, Zola. Yeah, everything's all in the same place. It's perfect. Start planning at Zola.com. That's Z-O-L-A.com. Article believes in delightful design for every home. And thanks to their online-only model, they have some pretty delightful prices, too. Their curated assortment of mid-century modern, coastal, high Tyler Cameron, industrial, Scandi, and boho designs makes furniture shopping simple. Plus, they're dedicated to really thoughtful craftsmanship that honestly stands the test of time and looks good doing it. Article offers fast, affordable shipping across the U.S. and Canada. Plus, they won't leave you waiting around. You pick the delivery time and they'll send you updates every step of the way. I have long been an article girly, like every room of my house my house, my apartment, (laughs) you can see article furniture in. Most recently, we updated our balcony, you know, just in time. It's finally balcony season again, finally warming up in New York. And I have been out there with my coffee, sitting in the toady beach sand dining chair, which is a great little lounger for a small space. Again, New York City apartment. And uh, it just really like elevates our deck. That and the ottoman we bought to go with it. So comfortable, so chic. Also can withstand a whole lot of rain. So important. Article is offering our listeners $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. They're having their Memorial Day sale from May 13th to May 27th, which would be the perfect time to use your store credit on top of sale prices. To claim, visit article.com slash LTSI and the discount will be automatically applied at checkout. That's article.com slash LTSI for $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. One in five Americans have learned a new language on their bucket list, as they should, because it's very important. If that's you, then make this year the year you finally check it off your list with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Wow, that is really fast. Their tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Plus, all of Babbel's 14 award-winning link... Plus, all of Babbel's 14 award-winning language courses are backed by their 20-day money-back guarantee. 
I personally used Babbel before I headed off to Paris for three weeks, and it was so helpful just kind of giving me back the basic understanding of French, allowing me to interact with people in restaurants, in shops, and, you know, just not make a total fool of myself when in a foreign country. Here's a special limited time deal for our listeners. Right now, get 60% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners at babbel.com slash LTSI. Get up to 60% off at babbel.com slash LTSI. Spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash LTSI. Rules and restrictions may apply. Before we get back to the show... Let's talk about finding Here to Make Friends on iTunes. If you haven't, now is a great time to subscribe and give us a rating. Every time we get a new subscription or review, our show climbs the iTunes chart, which helps other people discover our show. All right, let's get back to hometowns. So next... Yeah, speaking of... Um, speaking of stripping that, it all the way. Yeah, yeah take it oh, off, Robbie. Yeah. Robbie. <laughs> Just um, kidding. We had, or not. We had to St. Augustine, Florida, where um, Ken, I mean, Robbie, sorry. Yeah. He looks like a plastic doll. I can't, like, the more the weeks go on, the more he looks like a Ken doll to me. Especially this episode, because yeah. he was really shiny. He was, yeah. really he was <laughs> very shiny. He was fresh out of the box. But his hair still didn't move. <laughs> Yeah, it's like it's like industrial grade. I, I actually might get tips from him. Yeah. I'm, I'm gonna call, I have a, you I don't want that number. look. You don't yeah, want yeah. that look. <laughs> what yeah, do I just you slide use? into his DMs. Like, look, Robbie, uh, I'm not trying to like date you, but just can you tell me what you do with your hair? Please? Yes. I mean, if you did what? that, you would end up looking like Luke's girlfriend. I think oh, just probably. like the long pompadour <laughs> that never moves. Yes. Um, I don't know. I don't know about that. Um, I think so, people like your look the way it is. That's all I'm going to say. That is true. Thank people you. <laughs> very into your hair. So with Robbie, it was so clear. Like, we all knew we're going to get to some, like, serious drama because the first half of it is just, like, nothing could go wrong. Yeah. Like, this is the best date ever. Yeah. Yeah. I feel the most strongly. He's so trustworthy. Like, <sighs> I just, I could hear the producers being like, yes, worst. How, so do you think anything could go wrong, Robbie? No, no, probably not, right? Tell us about how very little could go wrong. <laughs> like, I was like, there's so much foreshadowing here. Um, also, I loved how he opened the date by meeting her in this, like, beautiful downtown area and asking her if she could whistle because he can't. And she whistles to call the horse and carriage. And yeah. it really made me wonder what his backup plan was. <laughs> if she, if could she could whistle. whistle. True. I was like, did I he would, have a whistle? I would fail at that. Yeah. yeah. I can't whistle like that. Yeah. That's hard. Not even close. No. He should have practiced. Come on. <laughs> yeah. He knew that was coming. Yeah. yeah. Or he could have gotten like a bosun whistle or something. Like, true. That would have been my backup. I'm like, I can't, you know, count on my body to do anything properly. Yeah. Like, or just, like, use, like, Uber or something. <laughs> yes. Ping them. Uber, horse, yeah, and carriage. Them. Yeah, why don't we have We're that here. in New York? Yeah. I want Uber for horse-drawn carriage. <laughs> yeah. And there might be, um, you know. Yeah, I thought that was cute, though. It Fine. was really sweet, too. And, like, that is a very historic part. And he, you know, goes kind of planning his own bachelor date. And I think that's what's something that I did in my hometown. And you do it with the intention to impress the person. Right. Um, and they got to spend a little time talking, too. So that's good. But, yeah, I don't know. So Family portion of the date. Yeah. 
They brought so many gifts with them. So many. Like, she brought a bouquet of flowers to every single one, but this, like, there was a gift for every member of his family. I wanted to know what was in those bags. I feel like he came from, like, an Asian culture or, like, some other country because that's where you do. You you come bearing gifts, one for each family (laughs) member. Or maybe that's what you do from a family where you call your father coach. True. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Coach. Intimate, Yeah, he was like, call me coach. I was like, this isn't Friday Night Lights. He wants it to be, though. <laughs> it's a little off-putting. Coach Hayes. I'm like, what? No. What's your this actual name? This is my name? father-in-law, Coach. <laughs> uh, no. But actually, it, I would, in a way, kind of like it because I feel uncomfortable, like, calling my father-in-law by his first name, but also calling him Mr. So-and-so, that, but yeah. also calling him Dad. So, like, so you would I just, appreciate, I just you would appreciate a, a nickname in between. Right. Um yeah, so they came in. They brought a lot of gifts. Everyone seemed so excited. They all seemed very close. Um, and one of the brothers is named Jermichael. Which I missed that. I wanted a Chiron to see how it was spelled, but we we didn't get one, so that was disappointing. <laughs> um, he and his mom seem extremely They seem really close. close. Um, and his mom is the source of the drums. Yeah, yeah, clearly they, they were like, okay, this is out there. We need to address this. I almost wonder if the producers said something like, you tell him or we will. Because I think so. Because otherwise, why? Like, it's a closed environment. Why would she assume? I'm sure they said, hey, this needs to come out. This is something that's being talked about. Yeah. I also saw, so I did a little bit of research. Uh, and... So I think Reality Steve was the first one to to break this story months ago. And he tweeted that apparently he was like, this definitely came from my site. But instead they said it came from her roommate. And he was like, that was something the producers must have told his mom to say because I have never been in touch with a roommate. Who was he in touch with? Yeah, you're not supposed to bring up Reality Steve. Oh, right. Yeah. All. right. So, so like, I'm I'm not like, that surprised if it yeah. did come from reality Steve that they were like, okay, we need to yeah. not say that. AKA roommate. <laughs> right. Maybe reality Steve was, was the roommate. roommate. <laughs> he actually has to have a roommate to subsidize his reality yeah. TV addiction. He tweeted, Robbie's mom, colon, there's an issue out there in the world. Translation, reality Steve's site, but producers maybe blame it on Hope's roommate. For the record, I've never spoken, emailed, texted, or ever heard from Hope's roommate in my life. So that was a lie. Sorry. Wow. Um, yeah. <laughs> he was, like, really going in. And also, apparently, today, I'm sad that it's not out yet because I want us to be able to discuss it on the podcast. He has an email from Hope that he's going to print today. Really? Oh, that sets the record straight, apparently. Because he, he was Hope sort of breaking down. thoroughly trashed right. on this episode. So this is the she thing. Did. He said the relationship was over nine months ago. And then Reality Steve tweets, like, a photo of them in Italy nine months ago. And then he says that their relationship ended in December when they had a fight. But someone tweeted, she congratulated him for turning 27 on January 5th on her Facebook, writing she loved him. So I'm like, Aww. there is some sketchy, yeah, sketchiness sketchy. Sketchball. going on. But didn't JoJo say that they had broken up three months prior to the show? Which was which would have been January. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. But and he then was he like, said I'm December. going to be completely honest. The relationship was over nine months before it actually ended, which huge red flag for me. Don't stay in a relationship that you are completely 100% checked out of. 
because you don't have what it takes to end it and and then in retrospect be like it doesn't count because I didn't feel like it. And then he says it actually ended in late December, but there's evidence that it didn't. And that's his big I'm being totally honest, like eh, I'm not sold. I know, I'm not totally sold either. And I'm not like, you yeah. know, we don't know. Maybe he did feel done with the relationship. Maybe he happened, you know, so we should get, have like broken up with her. Right, to get he, maybe maybe he didn't directly break up with her to go on the show, but like this right. timing yeah. seems very suspect. What do you yeah. think? I like well, personally, I broke up with somebody before I went on the show, um probably about th- 3 4 months as well. And mm-hmm. the thing is, you you do stay with somebody longer sometimes than you should. Yeah. And we really can't judge because you don't like we don't know what they maybe they're trying to work on it those 9 months and and uh this was just like the breaking point where I don't know something happened and he he auditioned for the show maybe to move on. I I feel like I get that. I do. But to me it it's dishonest to say the relationship was over 9 months ago. If you were still working on that relationship, it wasn't over, mm-hmm. you know? It, I think it would have come off he a little better like, if he had just owned it and said, look. It was rocky. It was rocky. I yeah. wasn't fully invested anymore. And finally, I just realized that my heart right. wasn't and in I, it at all. I ended this relationship, and then this opportunity came up really shortly afterwards. And so I get that the timing seems off, but I'm I was in totally this. ready to I, move right. on at that point. I get that. Right. I, like, to me, when I hear— I was totally over the relationship nine months before I ended it. I'm like, what? Also, it just doesn't seem true. Yeah, it doesn't seem true. And if it is true, it seems crappy to me. And then he's like, I stayed in a relationship that I was totally over because she said she would fix herself. I'm like, oh, my God. He disclosed a lot. He said a lot of stuff about her. And then I don't blame the ex for wanting to be like, hey, let me speak up yeah. for myself. She at would this have point. to be like abusive, which I who knows, but like to justify the things that he said about her. It's a little disrespectful because they were in a relationship for such a long time. Right. Such a long time. You know, you shouldn't bash somebody, I don't know, even, even in any respect. Badly. Yeah, even if it ended badly because you guys were together for so long. And I feel yeah. like usually people people don't. Right. You know, yeah. you allude to this ended, it didn't work out, like Maybe, you know, even even if someone cheated, often I feel like on the show, a person will be like, you know, there was some issues. There was like some cheating, <laughs> like with yeah. Derek kind of alluding yeah. to things, but then the not, person, not like, like fully, right, not, I can never trust not again. fully going on of like this ex. Ho- like he named yeah. her by name. He named yeah. the roommate by name. I was like, Ugh. yeah, she, she it was toxic. She. I'm never speaking to her again. He just kept digging the hole, yeah. digging it deeper and deeper, yeah. and now he can't really climb out because he has to explain it. Yeah. And the other thing, too, is you can tell it's a lot of pressure for him because he was talking to his siblings, I think, and he kept saying, you know, I haven't slept in the past couple of days. You don't realize how much anxiety I have. And you could tell that he's been nervous about bringing this up. Yeah. Yeah. And you can kind of tell that she's— wondering whether she should trust him like even in the beginning of the date when they were in that horse-drawn carriage and he goes oh you know um like you can trust me or something like that and she and then she comments right after and goes but can i well he's also wandering i robbie yeah it was it was like a subtle it was a subtle (laughs) funny kind of jokey thing that she 
uh, mention, but I don't know. But it's I those feel little like subtle she does things. that. She'll yeah. say things as a joke that she's not actually joking about. We talked yeah. about this a few weeks ago. Yeah. Yeah. She's and like, I, can I? And you're like, <laughs> you mean that. You yeah. She, mean she, that. she does yeah. mean it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah. Um, and I think that with Robbie, it's funny because she'll say things like, I totally 100% trust Robbie. He's been so open and honest. But it's so clear that she doesn't trust him. for And for good reason. Yeah. So <laughs> I, also, I also think that it's interesting to see the way that internet culture impacts a show like The Bachelor because they can't – there's so much out there that they can't just ignore it. I think they probably reached a point where they were like, this is being talked about already. Like, we need to address it in the show. And this was their attempt to sort of be like, yeah, we we see that that information's out there and we're going to have him talk about yeah. it. I just, like, think about it from the hometown perspective. Like, your parents, like I said earlier, have no interaction with you before you come home. And so all the information that they get is on the Internet. And they right. scour so Reality Steve. It. And so that's their reality. And so they think that probably – Robbie's family probably thinks that, you know, this is a big issue between JoJo and Robbie. And maybe that's why the mom brought it up. But when in reality, JoJo has no freaking clue about his ex. <laughs> she could care less. And at the same time, she shouldn't focus on that because the only relationship she should focus on is the one in front of her and the feelings that she's feeling. I, I do assume it would be pretty startling, though, to, like, exit that bubble if she had chosen him and then be like, oh, wait, there's been so – I mean, to me, this is, like, a high – because I don't usually – pay attention much to that kind of gossip but this has been so much and for so many months that yeah. i feel like well, we've had also, to chad address re- it chad really amped it up right by, oh yeah 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 thanks chad <laughs> thanks chad um <laughs> okay we got to talk about luke yes luke oh, state aka his uh extended he, audition so for cute. the bachelor so oh my god right like this just felt like a pitch for why he should be the next bachelor sometimes i, I don't hate it I, I, I love I love these romantic <laughs> moments. And, you know, the fact that he wanted to do something very sweet and unique for her in this, you know, in this, like, field setting. like And it was so yeah. Texas. Yeah. It was so country Texas. Yeah. Sometimes I almost <clears throat> feel like I'm getting to know Luke less well over the weeks because he's just becoming more and more of someone who's straight out of a romance novel, like, with a paperback cover that's just, like, the cowboy's desire. He could be one of those cover models. He could be one of those people. Yeah. Yeah. Where he's just, like, in his cowboy boots, like, standing there with his hands on his hips, like, when a piece of of hay in his mouth. He does the things inside, too. (laughs) Like, he looks deep into her eyes, and he's like, you're all I ever need. And then he holds her head and he like kisses her powerfully and then they go horseback riding and it's like that is what happens in the books so not that I've read any of them I just hear um so. well and that is why he will be a perfect next bachelor that's true there'll be so many horses I would like that yeah. so he first they start the date with his family and his family right. also includes everyone the entire else town. in the town <laughs> does it look familiar to you Anyway, I, I, I'm just saying in past seasons, people love when you have that hometown feel. When you, pe- like, It's just like very convenient and it's yes. very heartwarming when you have a lot of people that love you. Right. It looks really sad, I guess, when you show up and it's like, here's my family. It's one person. <laughs> and instead, you can be like, here's my family. Everyone loves me so much I couldn't not I couldn't even here. not include the entirety of this yeah. little— 
town. I'm so lovable. Don't you want to be one of the people who sees why I'm so lovable? I also appreciated that there were several men very earnestly wearing cowboy hats in this town. Texas I was like, oh. is a different place. I, I think know. It was very genuine. Well, yeah, it yeah, wasn't just, just like, like place. They no, were they like, were like this is what I wear. Yes. I was like, oh, yeah. oh, this that happens. Yeah. I have not spent enough time in small town Texas. And it was <laughs> very go. important yeah. to Luke. Like, it's not. It's like a value to earnestly wear those things. At one point, he's like, he tells her, I looked over at you talking to my sister, and you were wearing your cutoff shorts and cowboy boots. And oh, I yeah. Thought, he's oh, never she been looks more so into good. <laughs> and I hope you felt that way, too, like like you fit in. And I was like, because she was dressed like she fit in, and she felt comfortable dressing like that. And that's like a value for him. It's so Texas. <laughs> it was it was a lot. Um yeah, so she's sort of basically at a family reunion slash small like, a, like town hoedown or yeah, something. Yeah, she's wearing <laughs> she's wearing the boots that he gave her, which Aww, was very yeah. sweet. Yeah. That was cute. I was like, yeah. uh, someone must have told him her shoe size because, or else he got very lucky. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's I'm good sure taste though. He's got really I know, good those taste. Are actually, he can go shopping for me anytime. Cute. Yeah, yeah. So you're like, I'll take a pair. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he's usually like he looks good himself. Like he dresses well. There were some guys on the show this season where I would look at the shirts they were wearing and be like, no. Nah. You're like, take it back. Take How it back. old is that? Like, yeah. Do you know that you're on a show? Did you go yeah. shopping? Like, I don't think that they sell shirts like that anymore because it's not the 1990s. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no. Luke's, Luke's done done well. Yeah, plaid is is also his yes. pattern. And I appreciate that. He can, plaid is a good he choice. wear plaid any day for me. Yeah. And Luke's mom and dad have been married 38 years. I'm like, okay, this is just another reason he'll be The Bachelor. Yeah. And he his, wants a marriage like yeah. his parents. He's, like, from small-town America. But he doesn't have a conflict. They haven't played up a conflict for him. Like, Ben's was that he was a handsome, lovable—not, sorry, a handsome, nice, unlovable. wonderful <laughs> quarterback who was unlovable. Okay, let's, like, remember here, though, that that unlovable piece didn't come out till like, the second to last episode that he was on. Really? I yeah. don't remember that. It or just seems been, like it was forever. It seems like it's been always. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It just came in very late. So maybe Luke's okay. conflict is next week. So they're so they're still trying yeah. to have you fall in love with him, and it's working. I can yeah. tell in your eyes. It's really You've got working. Those hearts. Kayla sees right through us. I know. Well, I just I just feel like at this point he's kind of the only viable yeah. choice for next Bachelor if he doesn't win, and I kind of think it's going to be Jordan. So. Yeah, I I agree. And I think uh, someone pointed out, I think, on the After Buzz TV podcast that Jordan signed a sports casting contract with SEC TV. Oh, yeah, so, he, so he's kind of he's not available not going to be a bachelor to be the anyway. Bachelor. Um, well, yeah, I think, he, I mean, my prediction is he wins the thing, Luke's the next bachelor. Yeah. Finally, uh, Luke takes JoJo away from the, the mob. The, the mob. <laughs> That was gathered in the backyard, which I just thought was an empty field. Yeah, somewhere. I was like, where's the house? I didn't see a house that this was the backyard of. So he takes her to another part of the backyard that's far away. Yes. And um, they sit on couches made out of hay, which well, were they, totally they set up by Luke. Back ride over oh, yeah. to the couch romantic. of hay. And a little doggy comes with them. Oh, oh yeah. So cute. So cute. And Luke apparently learned so much from being on The Bachelor because he has built them with his own two hands. (laughs) Furniture made of hay. Obviously. Covered with rich blankets. I know. 
for well, them well to Well done, ABC on. interns. Well <laughs> yes. done. Nice and comfortable. <laughs> yeah. The stage is set. And, like, there was so much buildup. You were ready for him to say those magic words. Mm. Why did he not say them? I have no idea. This was your moment. And I guarantee you there are producers on the side that are like, this is it. This is it. Go You're going to do it. it. Yeah. <laughs> woo, 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 woo. Yes. Yeah, everyone's, like, everyone's cheering him on. And then, yeah. and then he, he'll say things like, I can't wait to tell her I love her. And I'm like, you shouldn't wait. Why are you waiting? You're like, this is actually the time when it becomes appropriate. When Robbie right. did it three weeks ago, it was weird. But now, yeah, now you have now you to. Can. And he, he keeps saying, I can't wait. And it's like, you don't have to. Well, what Nothing is, he, is stopping you. He yeah. says, my heart is yours. But he doesn't say, I love you. I think he was referring to the flower the, heart, Like, literally this heart. We'll get of, to that. Uh, but they were sitting. I love how they always set them up in a beautiful place. And then the sunset is at their back. So, like, they can't look at the sunset. But we can. Yeah. Like, yes. It's more important if we see the sunset. <laughs> yes. It was so beautiful. <laughs> it was beautiful. It was really nice. I, I was like... God damn it. This I must say, though, like, I, I do have to give Luke some credit because if he wasn't ready to say I love you, then there's no reason to force it because that moment should be authentic. And totally then at the should. end, he panicked and, and was like, oh, God, yeah, I got to say it. Yeah. And the I, thing is, yeah. it, he, he does keep saying that he loves her, yeah. not to her, and that he wants to say it and can't wait to say it. But, like, nothing is stopping him. That's the thing to me that is weird. But, yeah. No, I agree. It should be authentic. Yeah. I imagine it's those conversations always feel a little bit awkward and forced, yeah. maybe because you're like, okay, now's the moment, right? I have to say Every, the thing exactly because you know, <laughs> you know that this is when you're supposed to say it, and yeah. part of you is like, yeah. well, I don't want to say it because you want me to say it. Yeah, I want it to be when it's unexpected. Yeah, when when you said it for the first time on the show. Did you see all the producers, like, silently fist-pumping and stuff? After, yeah. <laughs> yeah. After I said I love you, they were, like, basically running on the beach behind me, like, confetti. Where is it? <laughs> yeah. But I, to, like, to an extent, understand where he's coming from because I, in my head, was going to tell Ben I loved him when I took him to that bench swing yeah. in my hometown. And, like, all, everyone was like, this is when you should say it. And then and I just didn't. didn't. Yeah. So. Well, you were the one who— earlier was like, I'm not going to tell you my deepest, darkest secrets just because you want me to. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I that loved was, that moment. Yeah. yeah. I was like, that feels very real yeah. to me. <laughs> JoJo is doing a similar thing that Ben was doing, too. It's just like, so tell me your secrets. And it's like, okay, but like, you have to try a little bit harder, <laughs> yeah. you know? Pull it, pull it out of yeah. them a little bit. <laughs> Do, be, be like a journalist here, you know? Like, work it out. Um, and then he's like, I have another surprise for you. And he leads her down a pathway made of candles to to a heart heart made of flowers. flowers. So many things made out of other things. Yes. Yeah. And then did you notice? He's like, I want you to know my heart is yours. And like the country music just swells. It was really beautiful. It was so beautiful. I was tearing up. But he never let her stand inside the heart. And I think that's some very powerful symbolism. That's so they true. They stood next to the Wait, heart. That's so funny. They should have been in it. They should have been in it. A real missed, missed opportunity. opportunity. Yeah. yeah. Much too. like how yeah. he still did not say I love you, even at that moment. And I was like, if you didn't want to do it on the couch made of hay, yeah. do, it, do it by the heart made of flowers. <laughs> yeah. What you guys didn't see is that there's probably another walkway <laughs> that we didn't get to film. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 
A walkway made of balloons. Yes. So we go right from this swell of country music to, like, the most ominous hanger ever back in L.A. Oh I was like, is someone going to get murdered? Because yeah. the music sounded was so like, sinister. I'm really nervous. And I was like, yeah, yeah because you're all going to get murdered with an axe right <laughs> yeah. now. It was super creepy. I was like, it's, yeah, it just seemed like something horrific was going to happen. Not like one of these men is going to have to leave this reality show it was like someone's gonna die yeah, yeah it felt very <laughs> abrupt and it's like yeah who's around the corner yeah exactly chris harrison chris with, harrison in a clown mask with a knife yeah, like i yeah, don't know like it was only a matter of time um no it's like i don't have enough to do it was I need great because they got some a great voiceover clip teaser from it yeah. where they had someone saying i want to be able to get on that plane and fly to the next place and it sounds like that person just wants to go on a great trip. But really, it's because they're in an airplane hangar and either they're getting on the plane and going... Or they're exiting stage left. Yeah, yeah it's like that's literally what will happen next. Um, yeah, so that was really clever. Producers. JoJo comes in in that blue dress. She looks so good. This is the prettiest dress I've ever seen in yeah. my life. Yeah, I was like, oh my what? gosh. She should wear that this? every day. It is amazing. I was like, I'm. Her boobs look great. Like pretty she much did, every like, dress perfect. JoJo wears, I think, is the prettiest dress I've no, ever seen in my life. I think life. this one was my favorite, though. There was something about know. the like how much <laughs> it was covered in the back that made it even sexier and that like mermaid esque well, material. Yeah. I'm, I I just differ here because I'm a back girl. I like a plunging back. Well, I like one or the other. I think it no, was that's like fair. that's fair. Tasteful, yeah, tasteful. It, it was just a nice contrast. Yeah, I, know, I was very into yeah. this dress. No, Carrie yeah. is her stylist, and he does such a good job picking things out. And I'm so happy that he saved this dress to this point, where it's the final four, and it's kind of getting very serious. Yeah, and um, and it gave us a moment. So even though there was a cliffhanger, it we're going to watch next week just for the dress. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. We get to I see know. the dress again. Um, so we got a cliffhanger yeah. because she's about to send about Luke to send home. home. I gasped a little bit when Me she too, said because Luke. because she sounded so clear about but it. But now I, I think for sure she's not going to send Luke home because they she said it. Well, everyone, I was watching um, at the office with some coworkers to do the Facebook Live after show and they all like were so shocked that they immediately started talking and I was like shut up because you're talking over the important part because she's obviously not actually sending him home right now if she said it before the rose ceremony right, so we need to hear what's happening away. so obviously what ended up happening was the cliffhanger and and but she could g- still send him home I don't think so he pulled her aside yeah, it's tough. You know, the thing is, like, with these things, you never really know. It's always about in the moment. And JoJo can do whatever she wants. It's all in her hands. Yeah. And, like, do you remember when Lace pulled Ben aside that one time? And um, we thought that yeah. he might send her home after that because she started this controversy. Yeah, you never know. You never, like, have any idea. And I think that she has been wanting to hear the I love you from Luke for a while, but there's still— and I think that that was the tipping point because she has three identical-looking guys who she feels very strongly about, maybe identically about, um, except for Jordan. And she was like, what is the thing that I can right. use to differentiate he, right. someone? He hasn't, he hasn't said, I, said, I, love, said I, love I love you. It's true. And now so, that's gone. So what's she going to do? I kind of think Chase is going to end up going home. Which now I'm sad about, and before I wouldn't have been sad about. I still like that would Luke be better. Sad. I like, be sad. Well, I like Luke better— as well, and I also think Luke has to stay for week three if he's going to be. I also think Chase needs to I not mean, be the, on the show. He's going to stay for, for the third to last episode. He's get, he needs to be in the final three if he's going to be the next Bachelor. 
Um, and before we fully wrap up, we just want to talk to you, Kayla, a little bit about what you're up to. Of course. Thank so you. So you moved to New York recently. I did, yes. I moved about four months ago, and I'm loving it. Upper East Side is my new hometown. Oh, Welcome. Yeah. I used to live on the Upper East Side. It's so nice. So many good restaurants. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> yeah, so I've been just working for a fitness startup. And um, it's great because the Bachelor community, like we still hang out and there's a bunch of people. I feel like now I there's more people in New York than there, there used to be. There's a handful. Olivia. It's, right. Yeah. yeah. Charlene. If you've been, yeah, Charlene. we love Charlene. She's amazing. Yeah. And, um, you know, Mike. Yes. Yeah. So he's great. Yeah, all the best people live, live in, in New York. York. Cool, chill people end up moving to New York. It like takes a certain type yes. to make the move. Oh yeah, and of course Andy. Yeah, so yeah. you've got yeah, a really Andy. good group. Yeah. Um. So and you went on Bachelor in Paradise. <laughs> Can we not talk about that? Do we have to cut that? What the heck? We get. Yeah. Yeah, we won't give anything away. I, I might, I, uh, sure, yeah. yeah, yeah. I might have gone on a vacation in Mexico recently. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Looking a little tan. Yeah, thank yeah. you. It is not bronzer. <laughs> did you have fun? I know you can't give us any details, but like, did you have a good time? I had a blast, and it is the, one of the most beautiful places I've ever seen in my life. And um, good. And there are a lot of good people that you meet, and so I think it's going to oh, be a man. very dramatic, seriously. I mean, <laughs> when I think about it, it's going to be very dramatic. Oh, man. So, uh, oh, God. Are you, you involved in any of the drama? Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, man. Actually, no. I mean, it's it's not really my personality. But yeah, I, I mean, say, I feel like you're someone who stays a little bit out of the fray. Yeah, no matter what, you'll, you'll see me with a cocktail in hand and we'll just, it'll, it'll be circling. <laughs> I think I would yeah. be pretty, like, constantly tipsy if I was on a resort in Mexico with, like, yeah. a million other people. So do you get to meet a lot of people that you had heard about but hadn't met yet? Yes. So, exactly. So a lot of these people I hadn't really been in contact with. And so meeting them for the first time and seeing their personalities it's amplified. So funny. It's literally, like, a beach full of fireworks. It's crazy. <laughs> wow. Um, and you had some friends there from your season, right? I did. I did. Um, Emily and Haley are there. Amanda's there. And um, yeah. Jubilee, oh, right? Jubilee's there. Oh, so we fun. did see Emily and Haley applying each other's makeup in a teaser. I know, so. and they, I'm so mad they never did my makeup. I still <laughs> need a tutorial. Yeah. yeah, you're like, that's very, yeah. That's but, weird. Um, you can't see this because it's a podcast, but for the record, Kayla's makeup looks great right now. As does so, her hair, yes. obviously. <laughs> you guys are the best. <laughs> we were both a little intimidated. We were like, our yeah. hair has to look great today. <laughs> yeah, it was Next really stressful. <laughs> um, yeah, so... Um, What's going on, like, in your personal life? Are you Have you met anyone special since The Bachelor? Um, since The Bachelor, I've been dating around New York. It's really hard. Yeah, You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so I'm glad As someone that, who dates in New York, I feel like. Yeah, I feel you. give you guys credit that you found some good eggs. Um, but, she did. I'm still, I'm still. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Still, okay, well, we can date together. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. We'll go on some double dates. It'll awesome. Be, it'll be, yeah, we'll have some good stories. <laughs> well, yeah. I act, I'm, I'm seeing someone right now, so. That's exciting. Yeah, it's very yeah. sweet. Yeah. yeah, it is hard to, like. For, before I met my fiance, I was dating for like several years in New York, and I don't think I made it past a third date. <laughs> it's like the worst. So I like props to you guys. No, and especially I would assume like there's an extra layer when you're someone who's just been on a TV show. And like, did you did people bring that up to you when you would go on dates? No, that's, which is that's good. good. But yeah, yeah. It's good then they like they don't bring it up and it's more 
if they do bring it up, it's like, oh, my sister watched you or like my yeah. mom loves you. And I'm like, oh, we're already talking about your mom. Yeah. <laughs> we're already there. You're like, oh, okay. At least she already loves you. Yeah. I mean, it could be not it could, that. That's it could true. be like my mom watched you and she thought you were actually the season's villain and yeah. she will not approve of our relationship. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we haven't felt that so far, so <laughs> well, I will tell yeah. you. <laughs> that's good. That's good. <laughs> yeah, so dating's been good. And, uh, yeah, I just have my own little blog, too. So Yeah. Yeah, tell us about your blog. What's it called? Yeah, my blog is called Monthful Kayla, and it's just doing these little—making um, these little goals once a month and trying out new things and, you know, kind of exploring life as, itself. And if our listeners want to find your blog? Of course. It's Monthful, M-O-N-T-H-F-U-L, Kayla.com. Yes. Cool. So yeah, everyone it check it out. Uh, and yeah, thanks so much for joining us, Kayla. This was a lot of fun. Thank you. Until next time then. Yeah. So we're going to skip feminism fails this week because we didn't meet JoJo's parents. And so there was no opportunity for all of the men to request her hand in marriage. <laughs> so we're going to go right to the tweet of the week. This week's Tweet of the Week comes from Simone McAllenon at E.T. Phone Simone. Clever handle, Simone. If I had to characterize JoJo's type, it'd be 80s movie jock villain. Fact. We could not agree more. (laughs) And that's it for Here to Make Friends. Thanks to our guest, Kayla Quinn, with the really good hair. And as always, to our producer, Nick Offenberg. Do you want to make our day, our week even our life, here's something. Find Here to Make Friends on iTunes to subscribe and give us a rating. Every time we get a new subscription or review, our show rises up the iTunes chart, which helps other people find our show. In related news, Here to Make Friends is now on Facebook. Please like us. We love to be liked. You can also find us on Twitter. I'm at Claire E. Fallon. And I'm at Emma Lady Rose. Or you can send us an email at here to make friends at HuffingtonPost.com. Thanks for listening. We'll be back next week to recap the fantasy suites and the men tell all. Action-packed fun. Don't miss it. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Tito's handmade vodka had been mixed with its fair share of cocktails. But one night, a chilled glass topped with lime and cranberry would change everything this bottle knew about happy hour. From the producers of America's Favorite Vodka, it turns out the cocktail you've been waiting for was right there the whole time. The Tito's Rom Cosmo. You'll laugh, you'll cry, you'll sip with Tito's. Coming to cocktail parties near you at titosvodka.com. 40% alcohol by volume, namely 80 proof, crafted to be savored responsibly.